0: This is Modern Lead Her, the podcast for corporate career women who want to feel good on their way to the top. I'm Emma Clayton, and I'll be sharing with you tangible advice to help you stop sacrificing your soul in the name of success and experience more balance, confidence, and fulfillment both in and out of work. Hello, and welcome back to the final piece in the Modern Leader framework, and that is the foundation of She Leads in Her Own Way. I don't know about you, but the the kook song just springs to mind with this every time. It's like, oh, 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 I love her because she moves in her own way. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, And hopefully the old music license police won't be out with that one, as it was such a perfect spot on rendition right there. Uh, Anyway, I digress. We've spoken a lot already about a certain outdated model of leadership that has been shown to us, right, demonstrated by people that have come before us. And we had this saying about stepping into the shoes of your predecessor. And I want to shatter that saying, because I don't want you stepping into anyone's shoes. I don't want you to think you have to do as good a job as the person before you in the way that they did it. I want you to very much feel quite sturdy in who you are as a leader based on your most natural nature. So kind of introduce this idea that we're conditioned to behave and to think in a certain way based on our upbringing, based on the people that were influencers in our lives, our teachers, our friends, Uh, we go on to get jobs, so we have our first boss and we have our first relationships and all that kind of thing. So we have all this social conditioning. And then we go into the workplace and there is this predefined culture that if the company has been around for any length of time has been really embedded in that organisation for potentially many years. I worked for a company that had its 150th birthday celebration when I was working for it. So you can imagine how ingrained that culture was in that organisation. And working for that company for 20 years... I took on some of that cultural conditioning myself. It's actually really interesting because when I joined the company at the age of 18, it was a German company, German owned, and didn't really know that company too well before um, the Americans bought it out. It's actually GE, General Electric, that bought us. And I can remember just like the whole slam dunking and high-fiving and these spot awards that you got given for doing great Great jobs. (laughs) Um, That was a real culture shock to us, but it's one that we kind of embraced as Brits. We were like, yeah, we'll take it. That went on for about five or six years, I think, if I remember rightly. And then we were bought out by a Swiss company. Very conservative, very polite, very inclusive in terms of like wanting to get people around the tables and have conversations, but also very risk averse, lots of red tape, having lots of conversations before decisions could be made and then not really knowing what that decision was. So culturally you kind of get carried along and it's interesting just to observe what pieces of the culture you've kind of taken on as your own way of doing things when actually it's not really your natural nature. So the best examples I can give you is when I left that 20-year career, I threw out the window my to-do list. I was organised, right? I was a to-do list kind of girl. And when I left, the breath of fresh air I felt when I was like, I'm not going to have a to-do list anymore. I I discarded it. I actually went on quite a trip to understand where that had come from and if that was something I really wanted to to keep and I think there was some complex associations that I had with to-do list and that kind of stressful always switched on work environment that meant that I rejected it when I left and actually five years on I've brought back an element of that organisation that being on top of multiple things and being able to deliver and execute something on time. So I didn't reject it completely, but I had to turn my back on that kind of thing to see if it was really core to who I was or if it was just a learned behaviour. And then there's your role, right? And if you're new to that role or you're just stepping into it, there was someone potentially doing it before, unless it's a brand new role that's been created that you're going to mould. Generally, we find that someone has done that before. Or there's multiple people doing similar roles, And when it comes to your own contribution to the company, to the role, is that you operate from your own unique blueprint. That is, you do things in the way that only you can do things in the way that you do it. And only you can say things in the way that you say it. And that there's no real line of separation between how you would do that or say that or bring that if you were in or out of work. Now, obviously, if you're talking to your children, you would do that in a certain way that is not necessarily replicable with a professional audience. However, there are qualities and traits that you have as a natural mother, or friend, or wife, partner, that you can also bring in to being a leader. And these tend to be more feminine traits than the more masculine ones that we were talking about at the very beginning. So, just introducing this idea that men and women have both masculine and feminine qualities and traits within them, right? And what we've seen from how we looked at things at the very beginning of this podcast was that we are operating as women in a very masculine environment and we've taken on a lot of those masculine traits and we operate largely from that place but actually we have all these feminine traits as do men but more naturally we tend to leave them at home and what we want to do is bring them into the workplace this is where we're going to address that workplace balance so I'm talking about things like the level of empathy that you hold for other humans the level of vulnerability that you're comfortable in. Brené Brown talks about the power of vulnerability. It is still a much underestimated, underrated quality that actually, as women, we, we hold. We're more vulnerable at our time of month, for example. Then there's our intuition. It's that kind of knowing. It's not something that you've had to analyse to death. You just have this feeling or this knowing that you know the next best step to take or you know what the answer is or you know what to do next. It's so underrated, yet it is so powerful when it's used to its best ability so that is just scratching the surface on the whole masculine and feminine piece i will come back around to this in a bit more detail in a later episode but if i was to sum up this foundational piece it is that we want to honor the way it was done before by not stepping into your predecessor's shoes but bringing your own unique style experience knowledge and character to the role and this With all the other pieces, building that know, like, and trust, leading yourself first, bringing your whole self to the table, we will slowly, one woman at a time, address the workplace balance and shift the shape of corporate as we know it. Thank you for being here for the launch week of this brand new podcast. I will be back next week to talk more about my own personal story of what's led me to doing this work and my experience in the corporate world, and also, and possibly more importantly, since leaving. And I'll be sure to get into more of the ways that I'm working with women who are leading in corporate. I can't wait to showcase some of these women on the podcast as my guests, talking about their experience and how they've stepped into their own modern leader. In the meantime, don't forget, your gift is still up for claiming. You can go to the show notes and just enter your email address to download the values worksheet. This is where you can really start to get to know who you are, what's important to you. And they become the guiding principles for you to make decisions as a leader. So get yourself on the list. There will be a special invite coming out to anyone on the list already to join me to continue the conversation that we have started here this week. So if that's something you'd love to be a part of be sure to grab your downloadable worksheet now and do let me know what your values are. I would love to hear from you plus any feedback you have about the show. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next week and take care.